and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. Joining us now from the beautiful campus of Florida Southern College, Dr. Bruce Anderson is here. Good morning, Dr. Bruce. Good morning, Len. And I'm actually not joining you from there. I'm joining you from the studio. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> but but you came Long from there. In particular, your, your cell phone. Specific. Your cell phone connection sounds wonderful. I wow, know. it's just awesome. Remember so during the pandemic, that was great news, right? You're it's doing like, your PJs. It's like you're right in the room with coffee. us. It's yes. weird. Well, it's so clear. It's like saying. From Nebraska, here's Bruce Anderson. Yeah, which you know, sounds like know. I'd be from Nebraska, which I'm not. But well, I mean, I'm not in either sense from but, Nebraska. But, yeah. but that's just the, you know, where you're from, you're it's from. fake news. You came from the, the, the campus of Florida Southern College. There we go. Except I didn't this morning. I came from my house. <laughs> Ah. See, we're being really particularistic. We had Barry Freeman and, Freeman and um, uh, Trinity Laurel and yeah. who else? Uh, Kimberly Moore. A great reporter used to yes. be with the Ledger, um, and yeah, she's all over the world, and mm-hmm. um, and now works with Barry yeah. over at Lakeland now. And um, we talked about you know sort of how how you can distinguish sort of between fake news and not fake news, and what kinds of sources you might refer to, and all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what you've had Barry on the show though. He ton. comes every week. Yeah, and we did uh, it's Lakeland we did now on the radio, together, as I recall. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did the election coverage uh, mm-hmm. for the midterms that evening, Barry and you and me. So anyway, I've got uh, Jules and Hannah here from the class that have come in this morning. And the and, class is? Uh, the class is politics and the media. What else? Politics and, so and the media. Here because both things are present in this room, despite Nick. Okay. Right. Despite me. So, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll I don't start. Know we're divorcing you from politics or media, but one of the two. I'm know, one thing at a time. Nick. The regular person in the room. That's what I am. I'll start uh, on my left with Jules, and uh, what kind of uh, interest is interests you in politics and the media? Good morning, I'm Jules, and um, I want to be a lawyer, so I think knowing a lot about the media is going to be very helpful to me going mm-hmm. forward in the future, so I have a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Hannah? Um, I would agree with that. I also want to become a lawyer before I become mm-hmm. a judge, and just being invested in journalism and writing would really help my career when I'm becoming a lawyer. Mm. Yeah, learning to communicate, as it were. Yeah, and you right. know, Lorianne here is a lawyer. And a very fine one. And so you guys can allegedly network or (laughs) allegedly nothing. I know better. He's so mean to me. She has a reputation. I know. What is it with this cat? I don't know any lawyers. It's like the boys in school that would take your ponytail and put it in the inkwell. We did not have inkwells. Stop it. Never heard of it. No, I'm talking about Len, not you. I'm talking about Len. But it's like back in the day, like when the boys would like tease the girls that they really liked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that must be it. Yeah, it must be it. You better watch it. <laughs> Do you remember those uh, f- those uh, fat pencils uh, <laughs> uh, that you had in first grade? Yes. Um, I got one of those to the palm of my hand for uh, pulling the girl's hair in front of me. So, <laughs> ooh, he's wow. a tease. He likes to tease the girls I, he likes. I still, you can still <laughs> see uh, the graphite in in my hand. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what? Uh, That's a that was that's... And that was in the first grade. 
<laughs> did that was like did, a tattoo? Was it a girl or something? It was a girl. You yeah. started did she get in, early. Was she put in timeout? <laughs> was she put in timeout? No, there was no such thing as timeout. Oh my god! No, what did he, you guys do back he then? He pulled they her put hair. In the hall. He nothing. Had... Nothing happened. It, she took care of uh, her business, no. and uh, I stopped pulling her hair. And you looked at her and said, "We're even now." <laughs> a message had been no. sent. A message has been, been sent. Yep. Okay, I understand. You're meaner than I am. <laughs> we, Perfect. We didn't have so, helicopter uh, teachers or, or parents or you know that kind of stuff. So dive bomber teachers yeah. coming wow. in, coming in hot and letting you have it. She, I don't know. Ours she handled did. her business. Yeah, the teachers handled their business yeah, too, as I they recall. Did. Um, anyway, uh, Barry Barry and his operation, I think, are, are they're unique to Lakeland, um, at least as far as Polk County is concerned, in a sense that. They only cover Lakeland. Right. Mm -hmm. They yeah. really don't Hyper go outside yeah. the limits. And mm -hmm. that means, you know, my first thought when I first heard that he was doing this some years ago, I thought, well, there isn't that much to cover in Lakeland, mm. is there? There is. <laughs> there is. There's always thought, too. There's to cover in Lakeland. And the only reason I didn't know about it was that the local people was not covering it. Because you mean, don't care about journalism. Not, yes. Yeah. Nowhere <laughs> near the deep dive that, uh, that, that Barry and, and company do. Oh, yeah. There's always something that can be uh, written about. Right. Well, there were, you know, when we had that, that horrible mass uh, shooting mm -hmm. in town, Yeah, I think they were first on the scene. I think uh, Kimberly was there before anyone else. I mean, not before the first responders, but as soon as it came over the wires and she mm -hmm. was there and had an inside track on everything because she wasn't having to cover something else over in Auburndale and have to drive over from Auburndale or something and do it. She's right here. And, and I will say uh, say this as well uh, about LakelandNow.com. Uh, they, on the Thursday following that mass shooting, there was no new news from any of the media outlets. Right. Except for Lakeland now. Except for Lakeland um, now. Kimberly wrote a follow-up piece about the neighborhood and uh, the people that live there, and uh, it was a very, very well-written uh, piece of journalism. But uh, she's known for that, so. Yeah, well, I mean, she's an excellent, excellent, excellent writer. Yeah. Um, now, we, we did talk about, like, where you guys, Hannah Jules, or the rest of the class, where you get your news. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at first you might be a little daunted because they'll tell you they get it from Twitter or they get it from Google or something like that. But that isn't the news they're actually reading. The, the news you're actually reading is what, Jules? Where are you getting it? Well, Where does it originate? I Google it. Mm -hmm. after If I see an article on social media, I won't read it because I know it's not 100% the mm -hmm. real deal. So I'll like. It Google. might be. It might be. Yeah. But I'll Google the headline and find it from like a more reliable news source outlet. Bingo. So you, don't, you don't roll the dice. Hannah, the same, same thing? Um, I think. Yeah, I would agree with Jules. However, some um, broadcasting sites we were talking about, Lakeland now, they have an Instagram, they have a Facebook. Mm -hmm. So with my generation, unfortunately, we're more on social media platforms than I think like the regular website news or emailing news. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you just go on their Facebook or Instagram, you can get the news. However, it's still on social media. Mm -hmm. So they have like links that we can click and it'll take us to like the website or the headline and things like that. Why, why is that's that good if you're knowledgeable about what the legitimate news sources well, and, are. And, and that's that's what was established yeah. yesterday, at least for that class. And, and, and admittedly, I mean, these are very bright students that are, uh, they have to be, they're political science majors for the most part. They're pre-lawyers and all this sort of thing. So they are a little more astute than sort of the person in the street. Yeah. But 
I was very impressed. That would be me. I'm the, the person that's straight. That's my that's my position. But Nick, you you do the same thing, and I know you do. Yeah. You know that you don't rely on you know what you know some random you know idiot on Facebook may have to say about. Oh something. yeah. Nick has go a go-to source, Doctor Bruce. <laughs> yeah, that would be that Bob's be... website.com. Bob's doing great though. Bob's, Bob's got Bob's, Bob's got all kinds website. of businesses right now. He's got acupuncture. He's got you know finishing nails, tiles, hey, burgers, news. Hey, it's got to be real if it's at Bob's. One app. It's very easy. Right. It's all in one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, mm. uh, the platforms. Why would it be unfortunate that it's on social media? It seems to me more efficient. I haven't taken a physical copy of a newspaper for well since 2019. Well, um, blasphemy. This is kind of, I guess, not regarding like politics, but I personally believe that social media is causing a lot of issues for my generation, especially the generation that's coming up, especially with this whole like TikTok thing. Like yeah. mm-hmm. when I was 13, yeah. I was not on TikTok. I wasn't on all these social media platforms getting exposed to all these, I guess, potential dangerous things mm-hmm. or um, yes. of that nature. But I mean, I do agree that um, politics being on the news is very easy. And it is a good resource. However, I think just for me personally, I don't agree with social media as a whole. Mm. Well, well, yeah, well, there are pitfalls and there are, you know, there are all certainly. kinds of downfalls out there and, yeah. and weirdness. Um, but don't you filter that, Jules? You filter that stuff. You're not, I mean, you don't you don't you have like a uh, like a playlist of sorts in TikTok where you kind of select the sorts of things you look at? Well, I personally, I'm not on TikTok. Mm. Not, neither am I. That's why I'm asking. Hannah, do you do TikTok? Um, I'm also not on TikTok. It's just addict. I've heard it's just really addicting, and I'm that type mm. of person that doesn't want to become addicted to something that mm. is of that mm-hmm. nature. It's like I, meth or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Wow. And, and, you know, I also don't want the CCP to know uh, who you are either. <laughs> so, well, I think the problem with TikTok that. is a, a one one thing that's wrong with TikTok is that. It's just a soapbox for everybody at this point. So, and if you're know what you're talking about, or if you don't know what you're talking about, you still have the same soapbox. So, being able to distinguish between what's actually fact or truth and what's not is just you have to just be smart enough to realize, like maybe this person doesn't know what they're talking about, or just thinks they know what they're talking about. Well, you have to be a discerning, reasonable person. And yeah. what Barry brought up yesterday is that what distinguishes. You know, sort of fake news from real news is that real news is established on a common sector, uh, a common uh, set of facts. Yeah. And that journalists may argue over what those facts mean or how they what they explain or the causes of something or something like that. But they don't dispute, you know, something like uh, Mr. Biden went to uh, Ukraine uh, on an airplane and spoke to the president there. They're not going to dispute that. They may dispute why he was there. And what he was doing there, the the unknowns. Yeah. But they do that from common ground. Fake news doesn't. Fake news will say that, you know, the president of the United States was kidnapped by, you know, sentient gases or something. Yeah. Taken to the moon and then <laughs> I, I mean, in Kiev. at least. And, yeah. And that's uh, that's just made up. I mean, that's yeah. nonsense. Right? right. At least there's people on those platforms that are trying to be like that are professionals that that are debunking those things also. Or they are professionals on Twitter. Yeah. You know, people were talking about following individual journalists. Yeah. There you go. Lynn and Nick and Lorianne here with Jules and Hannah from Dr. Bruce Anderson's uh, Politics and the Media class. And we're talking about uh, what what these uh, young women are learning in the class. 
Yeah. And you guys uh, getting to know the lawyer during the break there, I see. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, She's uh, great. Lorianne, hold it. Lorianne, holding court, the if alleged, you will. The alleged lawyer, yes. Holding court? Yeah. Were you over there? I, yeah, apparently. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you guys learning? Well, in politics and the media right now, um, well, we had Lakeland News uh, now come in, um, and we listened to them and, like, their little backstory of how they started Lakeland Now and, like, their story of what they did before Lakeland Now. Um, and it was really interesting to see how much they had to have. I guess resume, like, portfolio, they had a lot, and I think that was really interesting. Was that Trinity that came in? Um, yes, Trinity. and then Bear. Barry, Barry, yeah. Barry, Barry I've, Freeman. I've heard Trinity and talk Kim, about it all Kimberly. Yeah. Kimberly, cool. yeah. Trinity has a long history in politics. And she yes. and she works with manager. Barry. So. Well, I, I saw when she did a, a talk like that, mm. how they started and everything. And right, she was right. the one that did the, the speech, the, oh, the yeah. presentation. So. Wait, cool. oh, yeah. In the class, we're also learning about what is like important news and what's more just entertainment mm-hmm. news mm. from distinct when you read it because each week we'll pick a news article and present it to the class yeah. which is very helpful because we're hearing all different kinds of news and we're learning what's the most important to be reading about so, so what was your top story this week then um well in class this week we're taking a little break which we're really happy oh. about um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's just too overwhelming the news they work too hard <laughs> yeah mm. Trust, trust me, you don't want to look at the news every day. No, it's depressing. Um, <laughs> well, if you were to pick one, what it's would it's my be? job though, so I, I can't. I don't have a choice. Um, so for local, um, this is kind of I wouldn't say. I guess this falls more with like entertainment than it does like political. But there's Fresh Kitchen opening where like the new Aldi yes. is, and personally for me, I'm really excited because I'm vegan and gluten free, and they'll have a cool. lot of yes. options for me. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited about that too. I saw them building that. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to try really to check exciting. that place out also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jules? Nice. I'll probably never go there. Any, of course, any, any, of course it all re- or national or other. I haven't looked at the news this morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, they're <laughs> taking a break. To get up especially <laughs> early. By the we're time they get into their junior year, they're no longer taking eight o'clock classes mm-hmm. until senior year when they absolutely have to take senior seven to eight in the morning. Oh, um, what about, I mean, we've got those aftershocks <laughs> of the earthquake. Yeah, You've got uh, Biden in Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. Putin's speech yesterday, their failed missile launch in Russia. Uh, they were trying to launch a ballistic missile at the same time that Biden was, was there to make a point of some sort. And apparently it failed. It failed miserably. miserably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff out there. I don't know which one I would grab, you know, for longevity's sake what would last until tomorrow for example probably the earthquake the earthquake has been with us for a week but it just aftershock after aftershock Mm. horror after horror so probably with us what about in entertainment news is there anything like great big going on did 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 Rihanna have her baby or anything no she did did have her birthday so her and I think ASAP Rocky they went to dinner so there was like a little article about that, but what did they eat though? I have no idea. It's something and expensive. Once again, it all revolves around. You gotta get the details. It's all revolves around food. It's all food. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for coming in today. Nice to meet you, Dr. Bruce. Great to see you as always. Uh, or not? Yeah. <laughs>
here's what's happening around Central Florida. Kids Tag Art is a school fundraising program originating in Polk County that inspires fifth grade art students to design their own specialty tag license plates. Kids Tag Art is in its 17th year and has featured over 58,000 pieces of artwork. KTA provides additional funding for elementary classroom art programs while students learn the practical application of license plate art fashioned after Florida's 120-plus specialty license plates. Students learn how Florida specialty plates support various worthy causes across the state and in turn are able to create their own tag art to support art education in their local elementary school. Kids Tag Art is included in most elementary school curriculums across Polk County, creating thousands of unique designs yearly and as a result instrumental in raising needed funds for classroom art supplies. The Kids Tag Art online portal, where you can order a fifth grader's tag art for the current and prior school year, opens March 7th for sales and can be accessed at kidstagart.com. And that's what's happening around Central Florida. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. All right, uh, you were probably uh, past your formative years, but in your early life, you were probably not listening to the radio as much. Probably not. Although, Barry Friedman is here. It's kind of familiar. It's like the kind of thing you heard flipping around the radio stations and you kept going. I don't like that one. I'm switching to it. Right, right. In the beginning of this song, I was like, oh, this kind of sounds like a James Bond song or something, but it's not. It's a 70s uh, jigsaw and sky high. That is one that did not not fall on the radar at all. Certainly a one-hit wonder. Uh, Definitely. Speaking of one-hit wonders, I was was thinking we might hear some... um, Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was I, hoping you'd bring I, one. Well, I was hoping too. Oh, there you go. Excellent. I had it queued up and ready for you. <laughs> uh, because uh, there's a new place coming to downtown. That's right. A That's right. Bar. I was tired of my lady. Now, the, this whole yeah. premise is really bad. No, this is this song this is the horrible. Song. It's it horrible is. because he's he's putting a. a <laughs> want, no, wanted ad for a woman, a and the, then but then both she cheating. read it and right, she right. went to meet him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're both cheating, but they end up back together. Right, right. exactly. Because so it's meant to be. They're attempting yeah. to cheat. I right, guess. yeah. Exactly. Maybe they're just trying out some new stuff in their relationship. Maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah. the new bar will uh, help these relationships along. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps. Maybe, maybe it was like a role-playing thing. They were like just yeah. doing maybe it Maybe they meet knew up they were doing it together. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they meet up and they have different names and stuff. <laughs> I don't think they know? knew they oh, were that doing Rupert that. Rupert Holmes so, so yeah. Yeah. with his ironic twists. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the idea of a tiki bar. I think that'll be nice. Maybe he goes and he's like, my so name is Barry tell the story? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you. for those of us who don't know what we're talking about, Everybody. there are plans for an island-style tiki bar in downtown Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be called the Island Breeze Tiki Bar. It will be downstairs from the Lakeland Loft, which is at the corner of Maine and Tennessee, next to Black and Brew. Uh, the owner is um, Solomon Wasef, who owns yeah. the uh, Lakeland Loft, and he also owns the Hookah, Hookah Palace, Palace. Yeah. on Kentucky. Um, 
That's kind of interesting. He plans to knock down the outside wall, the one that faces Main Street, and put in a recessed uh, patio similar to what you have at uh, Black and Brew or Linksters down right, the street. Right. About 25 people can get on the patio, nearly 200 people in all in the facility. Um, anyway, he went public with it last week because he had to go to the Lakeland Downtown Development Authority to get their approval uh, for a conditional use permit. So anytime you open a bar downtown, you need a conditional use permit. It goes to the LDDA and it goes to the city commission. Now, I wonder, since uh, his other place is, is right upstairs, does his license for that place uh, carry over to downstairs? Exactly. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. And there's actually going to be a I passageway mean, from one to the mm-hmm. other. He already, he already ha- you know, has yep. the license. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, yeah, no, he's going to be using the same license. Now, one thing I don't know how it's going to work is that you know there's kind of a loose casual vibe to to the tiki bar you kind of wear a hawaiian shirt or flip-flops or whatever mm. and i don't know if they still have it but i know when uh when the upstairs uh place open lakeland loft it's a fancy cigar and jazz bar there was a pretty strict dress code so they're like no shorts i don't think that dress code's in effect anymore okay well if it because, was how do you go from one to the other yeah know? i don't think it is I don't. I think, I don't, as far as I'm aware, they used to not let you wear hats inside, and then I don't think that rule is even in effect. Well, anymore. I've seen pictures of Solomon wearing kind of these fancy bowler hats, yeah. so I don't think you can. But he's just a fancy dude. He is know? a fancy. He's dude. He's a fancy guy. He and I don't. These, but, I don't think know. people going from one are going to go to the other because well, I think there's a lot of people that don't go to the loft because of the smoke. Even with the right, right. the thing that takes out the smoke that he's got right. up there, it doesn't really work that well. So a lot of people oh, don't like this. Well, but they still it's still it's kind of like, smoky. It's so not like those people are going to wear the tiki. There's a person I live with who would not go in there because of the possibility of lingering smoke, yeah. even though they've, he's got the humidifiers or whatever. But they I've do. been it's in there like with the, it, and it's still. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember what they're called, but the things that basically they suck all the smoke to the ceiling. And smoke it, eaters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, but they yeah. Still, it's still you can still smell it, and it's still there. So I mean, you can smell it, but it's not to the point to where it used like how. Um, how like linksters used to, you you could uh, you could smoke inside they don't allow that anymore right and it's not like linksters used to be at all so it's not like yeah. it's not like you're walking into a cloud or anything like that but there's so. a lot of people that still won't go i remember so the I old that's uh, okay. the tiki place I remember the, the old mollies when it was uh, full of smoke all yeah. the time and yeah. uh, I, I had a friend who used to play music there every wednesday night and i'd go to see him and i'd always know that when i got home i had to take my clothes off before yeah. I exactly. yeah, yes. yeah 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 <laughs> Well, even even at the loft, I have to take my clothes off and wash them because I can smell. Well, with that, it's cigars. It's not cigarettes. Like at Linksters and Molly's, maybe that used to be where it was always cigarettes. So like those two things smell very different. So yeah, but there's still a smell, and that's why I'm saying I think a lot of people won't go there, but they'll go to the tiki. (laughs) All right. So I don't think you have a problem of people going up and down. Why are, we, why are we hijacking Barry's segment? Sorry, Barry. That's okay. No, that's all right. Sorry, yeah, Sorry you Barry. Know that, that space where, where he's going in it used to be the RP Funding uh, right. yes. office for many years. Not the RP Funding Center, of course. That's a <laughs> right. huge complex across the street from here. But RP Funding, and for about the last year, it was the Dart World Gaming Arena. And was that, it there uh, for a year? I yeah. think almost a year. I think they opened last February, and they just they, they just closed. Uh, I think January twentieth. They put a, a I don't know something if, on Facebook saying they were closing. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was like I don't know. People just didn't end up going. Just wasn't of interest because you couldn't throw axes at things, or <laughs> maybe I, so. I like throwing axes. 
I don't know. I want to say <laughs> it was because <laughs> it kind so of you were seems... shooting at people in that place, weren't you? With like Nerf darts or Never something? Went yes, in. I don't it know, was indoor Nerf yeah. arena. Yeah, oh, and then they yeah. had the VR games too, so. mm. like what Oculus or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, when, when we put this thing uh, about the Tiki Bar on Facebook, there were a ton of positive comments. It's kind of funny. Some things really take off and some things that uh, Facebook seems to hide, but people really like that one. Uh, there were a few complaints about yet another bar downtown, but mm. it looks like that's the way things are going. Downtown's becoming a sort of an evening entertainment district yeah. as well as a morning-afternoon retail district. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think so. Speaking of that, uh, you know, the LDDA board is all about uh, going downtown. And um, one of the things they talked about in that regard is when you got to go, you got to go. Well, yeah, I so, agree. <laughs> sometimes you just got to go. So they were talking about how to make downtown more walkable. And one of the board members, uh, Bro Belvin, Bro is the managing partner of Linksters. Said, you know, if you really want to make downtown walkable, there are two things you need. You need drinking fountains mm -hmm. and you need restrooms because yep. when you got to go, you yep. got to go. That's true. Um, they've been the powers that be have been a little bit reluctant in the past to put uh, restrooms downtown because, well, you know, there's some cleanliness issues and sometimes there might be some nefarious activities you have to police. And, you know, frankly, I think they were a little bit concerned that. They would make it even easier for the homeless to congregate, but the LDDA yeah, board camp said— camp out down there. What's that? Camp out down there. That's what I think Yeah, right, right, right. About. You know, and you could put some hours on it. I know some places that have public restrooms uh, mm -hmm. have hours. I, I myself, I think I mentioned a week or two ago that I'd been at uh, at uh, Binti Davis Beach yeah. in uh, Courtney Campbell Causeway if, uh, the previous Sunday, and I got there pretty early in the morning. Need to go to the bathroom? It was locked. It wasn't so. open yet, huh? <laughs> I mean, what if they used, I don't want to say like you should like charge to go to the bathroom, but what if it was like a very small price and you could use like your phone to pay? to get, Like if it was like a quarter or a nickel or something to get into it. They used to do like, that. They used to have, pay, to have toilets. pay toilets. Yeah, yeah like a pay toilet. In New York true. City, there was pay toilets. Yeah. But like not use like coins, but use like. A, a digital device that's going to be more a little bit more accessible probably also mm. like instead of like you gotta you know you gotta go you're like looking for a quarter i'm like oh no i well, gotta you, could, you, you, could, know, you just use your phone and just scan your phone or something you like could that. do the pay uh it, it, one of the things in ter terms of cost is the right. ldda board acknowledged that you know it's going to cost a little bit to police these things and keep and them keep clean, clean but they felt like yeah, but it's worth it to be able to make it more comfortable for people to come who come down for events. i mean they want to develop things. the park more anyway, exactly right, right. Exactly. well and they do that yeah. in parks anyway so like in most of the parks including like Common ground. There's a toilet, which is the pagoda right, that has exactly. the bathrooms. Yeah. And in um, Dobbins Park. Right. And then I know in Mount Dora they have the same thing. They have a pagoda that has the public toilets in it. I that mean, actually came up that some of the yeah. cities that uh, Lakeland wants to emulate. Savannah was mentioned. Yes, uh, yeah. they have got, them too. They've got them there yeah. too. Yeah. So it's not unusual to have that. And yeah. Right. I think they just hire somebody to keep it clean. Just like they have the city park guys that are doing the cleaning of Mun Park all the time. Why can't they just? Right. Looking yeah. down the well, I mean, I, I think every other park has. Yeah, like, exactly. Like Crago so, Park has yeah. restrooms. But, yep. Yep. I mean, they have a big event deal going on out there, too. But The, uh, the yeah. event space, yeah. yeah. So one Especially, of the things I thought was interesting was a, 
idea that uh, Julie Townsend came up with, and of course Julie is the executive director of the LDDA, so she's paid to think about these things. She's the queen of downtown Lakeland. Queen of downtown Lakeland. The queen came up with it. I thought it was a cool idea that uh, on the northeast corner of the park, so this would be across from Jimmy John's, Mm -hmm. bordering the uh, parking lot, they put up a two-story building. The bottom floor would be a downtown Lakeland Welcome Center, staffed by an LDDA member. Public restrooms would be there, so you have to go up you know, pass that staff oh, person yeah. to get to the restroom. And then upstairs, they'd have uh, spaces for offices for different companies, and that would help pay for the building. Sounds so good. That where, was where, kind of a cool idea. Where are you saying it would be? So like, this would be just across the street from Jimmy John's. So right? like across the street, north across the street, or well, in Mun Park. Okay, in Mun Park, right across. So where the, right where the parking lot is. Boarding the parking lot would be right next to the parking lot. We right. talked about maybe the building would overhang. Providing shelter for the first few parking sure. places. Oh, so anyway, I thought that was cool. kind of an interesting idea. Of course, then yeah. you have to worry about funding, and uh, right. you know, uh, one of uh, the things Bro mentioned is if it becomes a priority, it, the city sometimes finds money when it's a priority. He mentioned <laughs> when they wanted to move <laughs> the Confederate monument, they and that became a priority. They found the money. They sure. did find um, the money. They found, they found the, money. the money for that. So. Um, Anyway, Follow and, and, the money. <laughs> and they are willing to put in some money for it. I don't think they'll be able to pay for the whole thing, but that's oh, kind of an interesting idea. I, I like the idea. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I think, I th- you know, and I don't question uh, Julie Townsend ever about her intentions for downtown. She, I think she really has a good vision about it and, and wants it to be successful down there. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Barry Friedman, he is the founder and editor-in-chief of LakelandNow.com. It is your local website with your local news and uh, an awesome uh, events calendar. Sign up for the weekly newsletter. Barry, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, See you next week. Always awesome to see you. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.